Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. This is the commandment that we will be looking at today. We are to hold to the truth. We are to fear and love God so that we do not tell lies about our neighbor, betray him, slander him, or hurt his reputation. But defend him, speak well of him, and explain everything in the kindest way. Love refrains from spreading lies. Love refrains from betrayal. Love does not slander. Love does not attack the reputation of another. Love is the opposite of what we are seeing in our world right now. You can find it if you look hard enough. But to get to the stories of love, you have to go beyond all the slander and negative speech that we are seeing on the news and on our social media. As we endure the hardship that is being seen all around the world, we are lashing out against one another. I see people blaming our leaders. I see our leaders blaming each other. In everyone's efforts to retain their own reputations, they are maligning the reputations of others. Perhaps we ourselves have engaged in some of this activity. This is not what love does. Jesus is God's love for the world. He could have condemned us, and he would have been just in doing so. But here, in his passion, Jesus' love for you and for everyone else is on full display. Jesus is here to do what love does. He is here to defend us who deserve no defense. He is here to speak well of us who deserve condemnation. Jesus is here to bring kindness to us who have been decidedly unkind. He is here to lay down himself for us because he is love in the flesh. In the person of Jesus, love was on trial. In the person of Jesus, truth was on trial. Standing before Pontius Pilate, Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then my servants would have fought that I should not be given over to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not of this world. Pilate therefore said to him, Are you a king then? Jesus answered, You say rightly, I am a king. I was born and I came into the world to bear witness to the truth. Everyone that is of the truth hears my voice. Jesus is truth in the flesh, and truth was face to face with Pontius Pilate. And Pilate, refusing to submit to the truth out of protection for his own reputation, said to Jesus, What is truth? 
Pilate was not of the truth, and he turned Jesus over to Herod. In front of Herod, the chief priests and scribes stood there and vehemently accused him. Herod and his soldiers mocked Jesus. They put a splendid robe on him, and they sent him back to Pilate. They also were not of the truth, and they rejected Jesus. Having no fear or love of God, they broke the Eighth Commandment, telling lies about Jesus, betraying Jesus, slandering him, and maligning his reputation. Jesus was in front of Pilate once again. Now Pilate tried his hardest to rid himself of even having to deal with the truth. You see, if Pilate Pilate would have agreed that Jesus was bearing witness to the truth, then Pilate would have had to admit something very personal. All people, when confronted with Jesus, we all have to deal with him. If we admit that he is who he says he is, if indeed he does bear witness to the truth, then man must admit that he is a sinner in need of Jesus. Jesus says that he is God's love for the world, that he came into the world to save men from the condemnation of sin. Jesus declared that all of us, all of us who have ever lived deserve nothing but temporal and eternal punishment. That's what we deserve because of the sins that we have committed. But Jesus also says that he came into this world out of the Father's boundless love to save us from the condemnation that we deserve. The truth is, we are sinners in need of a Savior, and we cannot save ourselves. All of us have failed to fear and love God. All of us have told lies about our neighbors. All of us have betrayed and slandered our neighbors. I guess I'm talking about gossip. And all of us have hurt our neighbor's reputation through that kind of talk. All of us are guilty of betraying Jesus. Those who are of the truth, they recognize this. They recognize their sin. And we see Jesus as the truth who has come to set us free. Now Pilate, he wanted to avoid all of these questions. He he wanted to avoid what truth makes us deal with. He tried to release Jesus outright to get him out of his way. And when this did not work, because of the crowd's call for Jesus' crucifixion, Pilate sought a barter. It was the governor's custom to release to the crowd any one prisoner that they asked for. They had then in their hands a notorious prisoner named Barabbas, He was in prison with the rebels who had committed murder in the insurrection of the city. So on one side, you have a murderer, and on the other side, you have Jesus, the truth. 
And Pilate knew that it was out of malice that the chief priest handed Jesus over. Therefore he said to them, Who do you wish me to release for you? Barabbas or Jesus, who is called Christ? And the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and to destroy Jesus. Pilate asked them again, Which of the two do you want me to release for you? And they cried out all together, saying, Away with this man and release for us Barabbas. But Pilate he wished to release Jesus. And he said to them, well, What shall I do then with this Jesus who is called Christ? What shall I do with him whom you call the King of the Jews? And they cried out all the louder, Crucify him! Crucify him! And Pilate took Jesus and had him flogged. And the soldiers of the governor led him away into the praetorium. And they gathered the whole band of soldiers around Jesus. This would have been very intimidating for any one of us. And they stripped him and put a purple robe on him. And when they had woven a crown of thorns together, they put it on his head. And they put, they put a reed in his right hand to make him look like a makeup king. And they knelt before Jesus and not, they mocked him. They said, Hail, King of the Jews. And they spat on him. They took the reed and they struck him on the head with it. And they knelt down and did him homage. After this, Pilate brought him out once more, bloodied and beaten and wearing the crown of thorns. And Pilate said to the people, Behold the man. When the chief priests and officers saw Jesus, they cried, Crucify him! Crucify him! Then Pilate released to them Barabbas, for whom they asked. He had Jesus flogged and then gave him over to be crucified. The soldiers mocked him, stripped him of the purple robe, put his own clothes on him, and led him out to crucify him. My friends, what we see in this reading is the breaking of the Eighth Commandment. We see how everyone who tells lies about his neighbor betrays him, slanders him, or hurts his reputation, is guilty of the crucifixion of Jesus. For he himself said, Whatever you do unto the least of these, you have done unto me. Pilate and the people, crying out in the crowd, are no more guilty than any of us, and every one of us, who have ever breathed. We're all guilty of this, of breaking the Eighth Commandment. We are all guilty of crucifying the truth. They did indeed cry, crucify him, crucify him, and the truth would be killed. 
But here is the thing. You can spit on the truth. You can mock the truth. You can ridicule the truth. You can malign the truth. You can curse the truth. You can bloody the truth. You can kill the truth. But the truth on the third day rose. And the truth cannot die again. My friends, the truth has risen and he is here to set us free. We confess that we have sinned in thought, word, and deed. We agree with the truth and we admit that we have told lies about our neighbor and we have betrayed him. We have slandered our neighbor and we have hurt his, our, his reputation. We're without excuse. But the truth, that is Jesus, the Christ, the Son of the living God, speaks to you and I a word of forgiveness. He paid, he earned that forgiveness by his death and resurrection. And he washes the wounds and the guilt away with water and the word. He picks you up and brings you to his table where you are fed with food from heaven. Food that is prepared out of God's boundless love for you. The truth speaks to you a word of forgiveness and he takes away all of your sin. Like Barabbas, you are set free. With Jesus' death, all of our lies are exposed and paid for. And with his resurrection comes a new way of life. Because Jesus defends us, we defend our neighbor. Because Jesus speaks well of us, we speak well of our neighbor. Because Jesus shows us undeserved kindness, we give our neighbor kindness in word and in deed. And because Jesus loves us in truth, we love our neighbor in truth. In these dark and lonely times, being locked away alone in our homes, we reach out to others with kind words over the telephone, over the, over the internet. We do not add to the slander that we see uh, on the internet. We are of the truth, and we know him who came to bear witness to the truth in order to set us free. Our prayer is that all would come to this same knowledge that the Holy Spirit has brought us to, that they too would become a part of the kingdom that has no end, where Jesus is king for eternity. Until that day that the kingdom is revealed, we pray that the Holy Spirit would keep us with Jesus, for he alone is the way, the truth, and the life. In the name of Jesus, amen.